Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We are here to help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. Oh, Mike Manning, what a great day it is to be a small business owner. It is. And every time I hear this music, I so wish I could dance, but I just can't. I can't find the beat to move. But it does make you want to just jiggle. I hear it, but I don't <laughs> feel it. My wife, my two boys, you, everybody in the world, Heather does. Everybody in the world feels that. And I just, yeah, just don't love you it. Know, but, you know, you have so many other skills that we will forgive you for your poor dancing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a good slow dancer, but I did tell Becky when we first started dating, I like to slow dance with my hands and you're the one I want to slow dance with. So. <laughs> She's, she's been okay with that for a while. So, yeah, we do have fun slow dancing. But we have some energy. We have some chaos. We do. And re resolutions and solutions in the room today. Yes. Today we are on our second show of the new year, which feels crazy. I never thought that 2020 would end. <laughs> um, just threw a, threw a match in that dumpster and just let that puppy burn yep. and... Um, I saw a hilarious thing on Instagram the other day that said who, you know, like the year 2021, like is saying mm -hmm. that 2021, yeah. well, I want to change it to yeah. 2020 lost. Yeah. So, um, so we're putting that behind us. We're moving forward. Have our second guest of the year, the very fabulous, the very, 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 very special Miss Heather Steinker. Steinker. <laughs> Did I slaughter it? <laughs> It's fine. Dang it's okay. it. Oh, I haven't practiced. Well, it was you, good. Yep. It was good. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. There are many things in Heather's world she is called or has used. My favorite is the mommy MacGyver, which we will get to uh, oh, because yeah. that's self-preservation. Uh, I know how that goes. But CEO and founder of Chaos and Cookies and that kind of now the goal is to keep moms from crumbling, but the chaos and cookies kind of explains a lot. Was it hard for you to, to put all everything you wanted to do and the worlds you wanted to help into one title? You know, yes, I was going to do chaos and cocktails, but I thought that that would be a little more niche. So I have my own chaos and cocktails hour, like once a month to like be able to use that title. But I mean, Chaos, because it's just, I've it, always, right? Because there's balance and, and order, but really it's controlling the chaos because you can't control everything. And then cookies, because I have three kids, no matter how much I clean, you will always find crumbs, like all the time. So it was just kind of a fun, and I'm a big alliteration person. Well, That's and, super funny because I don't have any children yet, and I still find a bunch of crumbs, so... And now, they're usually from me. Okay, Let, let's unpack this for Heather a second, okay? <laughs> Trinity is uh, a year and five months married. Yep. Uh, she chose mm. wisely. Her husband chose better. Uh, but her husband enjoys cooking. He enjoys, as Trinity refers to it all the time, the food porn. She'll come home and he's got mm -hmm. it on TV. Yep. And he's just gobbling up all oh. these cooking shows. He loves that, loves to try stuff. Trinity is a very appreciative wife and a very thankful life, like, wife. Like, okay, let's try that. That's why there's food in a lot of places. Plus, they got three damn dogs. Yeah. That's, and I was yeah. snacking I on. Dogs too. 
Yeah, I was snacking on on chips in bed the other day, (laughs) which is just never a good thing. And then I found crumbs. (laughs) Got scolded. Dang it. (laughs) My dogs, I have three, and you'd think they'd be good with the crumbs, but they're all old, so they don't. (laughs) If you hand it to them, they'll eat it, but they're like, yeah, I'll leave it there. So Yeah, or one of them's lost his sight, so he's like, his nose is here and the food's here. I'm like... It's pointless. I'll just get the broom. <laughs> and going back to your point about three kids, which is kind of the how all this got started and why you're so successful in it, people need to know all three of your kids are, I believe, seven years and younger. Correct. Yeah. My oldest turned seven. Yeah. And I have a five and a half and three and a half. And they're like, their half birthdays are on the whole birthday. So they are exactly 18 months apart and exactly two years apart. <laughs> Wow. That's pretty good planning. That's uh Well, yeah. one of them was a month early, almost born on the side of the highway. So she was supposed to be about a month later, but so it goes. So what exactly is chaos and cookies? What what does what does your company encompass? So what I do is I teach mompreneurs, you know working, busy working moms, how to work smarter and not harder through systems and tools to where you can be more productive and making, uh, doing less steps to get more done. For instance, what really I think brought a lot of attention is because um, once last year kind of went the way it went and we're still kind of living it, um, we didn't really need as much help because I used to have a sitter come in because my husband traveled pretty much every week of the month. And so now he's home. And so now I have him. (laughs) And so we didn't need as much. So I wasn't getting like my laundry done as much. And I had more of the things I used to kind of push off a little bit to others. So I had like, I was like three loads deep, but I had so much to do. had to go pick up the kids from school. And I was like, grabbed a laundry basket. I was like, whatever. And I'm going to bring it. And I sit in my car in line because before I would just have someone go grab them. Uh, and I was like, well, if I'm going to sit, I'm going to fold laundry. So I sit in my car instead of scrolling and doing mindless things. Mm-hmm. I folded a whole thing of laundry in the time I had to get in line to the time the bell rang. And all I do was go home and fold it. And everyone through the window was like, is that your laundry? <laughs> and I was like, filming TikToks at the time or like, talk, you know, doing lives and kind of multitasking. And everyone was like, are you doing laundry in your car? I said, yes, because I don't have the time. I have to sit still at home doing it. I'm sitting and doing nothing in my car. So might as well. And they're like, now a lot of my clients or followers actually fold laundry in their car. <laughs> That's fantastic. I could never fold laundry in my car because I, I don't know. I need my space to do my things and fold my I stuff. I put it in the seat and then I <laughs> grab it and then I fold it and I don't sort it, but I put it in the center console and then I put it all in the basket and it's all done. <laughs> Good for you. That's, that's impressive. I would like to see, I'll have to follow you on social media and make sure that I can peep on you while you're doing your laundry in your car one day. <laughs> yeah, you should go live one day in the, the pickup line on Facebook. I should. Yeah, I should. I usually do like a story when I'm in there, just giving like a mm-hmm. quick, like what I'm doing for the day or what's going on. But I will probably, do, I do have some like reels that I'm like, they're like, are you folding laundry? I'm like, you didn't get the message I was putting down, yeah. but you noticed that. Um, I also thought about doing a, um, like a series, like maybe trying to 
do some meal prep in the car, like chopping veggies while I wait. But I don't, I don't know if I have enough room there. That might be a yeah. little <laughs> What, what are the one top one or two things that people come to you for help? Oh, so right now, um, about right before Christmas, all of a sudden, everyone wanted productivity tips for their business and really wanted help on uh, social media and how to make a reel or make a post because um, I've been able to figure out how to make reels in like five minutes and they perform really well. And it's usually reels of moms trying to escape. Like there's one of me you know, with a sound that I'm like stretching to go for a run and I turn and there's a bottle of wine in my pocket, like going out for my run. And then I turn and I'm like, "Eh." so we're hiding in my closet, you know, from my kids. And so that was what was going. And they're like, I will spend five hours on a reel or I don't know what a reel is and it doesn't do well. So now I help like different apps or different ways that you can sort your stuff on your phone to make it more accessible. So you can just like boop, 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 and you're done and you can get on with your day instead mm-hmm. of like really. Cause I think when you don't know what you're doing, you either dive in and spend all the time or you're like, Nope, and don't do it at all. And then it slows your pace when you are trying to run your business when with the time that you've like carved yourself out for. Right. Um, so a lot of people have been coming to me for help with, doing those types of things quickly and understanding it instead of like, what? (laughs) Now, sometimes I have to defend my kind. And so I'm going to ask a question. You may answer. The answer is what it is. Are these mompreneurs coming to you a lot because my kind is not helping at home or we're just traveling so much like your husband, which kind of made you have to learn some of these things, right? So are we, are they coming to you because we're not helping as much? No, no, you know, for me, I um, learned a lot when I, when I did my Enneagram and I did my human design through this coaching program I did. And if you're not familiar with that, it's basically like how you bring in information and how you process it. And also like how you also project. (laughs) So I learned that I'm an Enneagram three, which is like, I'm a projector, I'm a performer, and I like to make people happy, but I also like the gratification and like the wins to know that I'm doing well. And so for me, I'm also a very hypervigilant person. I don't have patience. So like, if I feel like I can do it, then I'm going to either Google it and figure out and try first and then figure it out. And so it's funny when like people come to the house and talk about things and I'm like, oh, you mean this? And and they're like, Mm, I'm like, yeah, you're not going to get that past me. Like, I know what I'm talking about. And they look at me like, wait, how? I'm like, it's called YouTube, yep. <laughs> Google. And so just trying to figure out ways. I have this really fun, like, hanging hack for moms because I feel like sometimes we wait for, we'll call handyman. And um, I had one when my husband would travel because he's always not there. But I don't want to wait until he gets home from his trip. And maybe his flight's going to be delayed and won't be here. So I either know what I'm capable of and know when I need a call or what I can figure out. And so there's a way you can hang a photo with either tape, a fork, or toothpaste. And there's different ways. So you're sure where you put your hole. So then the husband doesn't come home and like freak out. And then you feel good. And you're like, look what I did. And I got it done and don't have to wait. You know, and your to-do list can kind of continue to like shorten. So 
I'm very much like do DIY, figure it out. And no, it's not really, it's me. <laughs> and that's where the mommy MacGyver comes in. Yes, I've had to uh, rig a baby gate before that my daughter would try and escape. And I've stuffed a large Costco teddy bear in front of it, along with a bunch of um, furniture to make sure she didn't climb out because there was a banister and I had visions of her falling and to her death. So <laughs> all the things and I um, zip ties that have clips on them. I'll find tools. Um, how to um, over Christmas, I taught my followers how to wrap a gift without tape. Wow. <laughs> you don't have tape or you're too lazy. Here, do this. And, um, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Do what you got to do with what you have and a chip. If you don't have a chip clip, how to keep your chips fresh by just folding it inside out little things like that. So for the moms that come, that are mompreneurs that come to you to, to help their business, Mm-hmm. What kind of things are you working with them on the business side? So I remember when I started mine, and I'm a babypreneur. I started last year. I've always been in sales and marketing um, for someone else. So I always had the tools to sell or the marketing things to give. But when you go into business by yourself, you have to create all of those things or know who to ask for. And it took a lot of time to figure out exactly. And I feel like a lot of, I'm very different. I know I work very differently than many people. I do wear a lot of hats and I'm able to juggle a lot of things. Most people cannot. So I try to help, I've mastered the multitask, trying to help them figure out a way to kind of like the laundry, just to make it a little easier for them to digest so they can have that time for their business. And I've done all the research and done all the things that are like shortcuts. And so I try to teach my clients, like this is what you can do to make it appealing, get your engagement up without you spending the time, the 2020 with like on online, there's ways around those things, or there's a way that you can post to several different platforms really quickly without a scheduler because you don't want to spend the money. So there's different ways in getting creative. And I try to teach them how to do smarter and not harder kind of thing. Do you work with any dadpreneurs? I do not. I do not. I did do a free tech talk and I had one guy and that was it. He's not a dad, but I felt very honored. I had a male on there representing. No, I, I do can't. have a lot of, uh, mostly in my health and wellness business, I, I deal more with the men, but no, mainly moms starting businesses, side hustles, trying to grow it with mom and teacher now that we're all virtual. <laughs> Heather and I also met through the Michelle Abraham tree. Oh, nice. Yes. Awesome. Uh, because Michelle does uh, Heather's podcast, Chaos and Cookies. And Mike has been a very big, um, things are coming that Mike inspired me for actually, because he was like, don't forget about the grandparents. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> and I hired a VA finally to take a lot of like the stuff that was really consuming a lot of my time on my plate and finding the right thing so I could help more people. Um, because what I was doing is helping everyone figure out what to do faster. But then like my stuff was kind of like trickling down yep. and I was like, I got to practice what I preach and offload what I can. And so, um, 
I told her like, we need to come up with some things for the grandparents. I'm going to have a grandparent section for the playbook. And so that will be coming. And that's because this gentleman here was like, don't forget about us. And I love the way that you spoke about your grandkids. Oh, and we had Oliver, our grandson, he's two years. What's today's date? The seventh. So he's two years, five months and and eight days. And four hours. Yeah. Uh, so we, we ended up getting him. And now I say it's, it's our oldest son, Travis, my daughter-in-law, Sarah, and Oliver. So now I just tell people that Oliver and his parents are coming to visit. Because really, do I want to spend time telling people who they are? That's what I tell people about Oliver. We ended up with him for 16 days over the holidays and could not have been better. He and I had more fun. We bought him a wagon. So he and I would go for wagon walks every day. I'd put him in the wagon. It's like driving Mr. Daisy. I'm just pulling him everywhere. He's sitting there. He's happy. I'm pulling him. I'm happy. So, but he made me very happy one day. He got out and said, Pop, I want to pull. Like, sweet. Have it. So he and I are walking next to each other, talking and looking at everything. But it's a blast when they get to that age. And you know this with three kids at home. When they start to understand things, like he knew Christmas. He knew Santa. He couldn't understand why when we would walk at night in the neighborhood, the inflatables were up and lit and we go walking during the day, they're laying on the ground and there's no light. So we had to explain that. He really didn't grasp why he couldn't have Santa's milk and cookies when we put them out on Christmas. <laughs> he, someone after, like at that age, because yeah. they'll just want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's a whole nother world. It's a club I never knew would be this much fun. And it took me a while to figure out why I knew, I knew that my kid would have to have a kid to make me a grandparent. So I, I knew the, the science of that and I love Oliver. I could hold him all day long, but it really dawned on me one day when I saw Travis, I saw my kid holding his kid and mm -hmm. then it kind of kicked in. It's like, so I get both of them with the grandson. I get that. So it's like, I get twice the pleasure seeing my son. Like one day Oliver was kind of cranky. And Travis, our son, was laying on the couch. He goes, Oliver, come here. And Oliver laid down, and Travis was just kind of rubbing his back. And just the two of them are just sitting there on the couch. Got up, snapped a couple of pictures. It's like, that's, so that's the grandparent world of those moments in time, is to be able to see that. So, yeah, it's a blast. It's a blast. Yeah, and I think when we said something about, to the grandparents, it's like, you know, depending on, you know, the fitness aspect of how you know healthy someone is like my grandfather is 92 years old he thinks i'm still 18 years old or maybe doesn't know me at all maybe i'm his daughter like it just depends and he lives in new york i don't see him often but depends on how i i see him but like he would not be able to do that with like his great grandchildren he's met them but you know things that they can still do together and have both them have some memories and some experiences together. So that really, I want to tap into that hardcore too. And my sister's pregnant. She'll be having her second baby here in February. So there'll be some baby stuff coming as well. Um, but cause I'm not having any more babies. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no. Uh, I, my husband said to me the other day, like, Hey, I wanted to ask you something. I'm like, Oh, you want another baby? He's like, no. I'm like, no, I was just kidding. But I was just seeing. <laughs> uh, but my grand, my parents will be moving here um, next year. And so 
it's always good to kind of create those things, especially they'll have another little grandbaby. Well, your next workbook in class to create is exercise for grandparents because Becky, my wife and I live in a two story house and we're both starting to groan a little bit coming down the steps. So I think you could have some at-home exercises for grandparents before the grandkid shows up and more importantly, after the grandkid leaves. <laughs> so. Absolutely. There's actually some things I'm working on where it's like an exercise like in the gym or like at home and then why you use that at home. And there's actually some really practical ones that um, moms will use with babies, like how they pick their baby up and then mm-hmm. what the exercises with the dumbbell Big is. Time. And it's like, this is why we do this because you do this all day. Yeah. And so, yeah, grandparents too, there's things that you Functional can Functional fitness, yes. yeah. yeah. And they give you no help Functional picking them. Yeah. They yeah. give you no help when they want to be picked up because Oliver just does this and I'm yep. stupid. I, I pick him up every time he wants to be picked up. I don't care. But our chiropractor knows when Oliver's visiting because <laughs> my wife and I both go see hers. <laughs> I'll have to find um, I'll have to find this commercial that my friend showed me and, and forward it to you. It's a real tearjerker. It's a grandparent and he goes out into his shed and finds this kettlebell. And, you know, it's him kind of digging, rummaging through and he finds the kettlebell and he pulls it out and you see him picking the kettlebell up and over the course of, you know, showing him over the course of like a couple weeks or a month or whatever, every day doing this kettlebell. And you're like, why the heck are they showing me this? And then the grandkids come and he picks his grandson up to put the angel on the top of the Christmas tree. And I'm just crying. <laughs> just, it is, it is the best. I mean, yeah. when a commercial makes you ball your eyes out, you know that, and I can't remember what the product was. <laughs> that's what it was for, right? That's what their eliciting response. And yeah. so when running our businesses, we hope that our followers and our clients feel the same, right? And yes. so you try to be as realistic as you can. And I think being really relatable, like for me, I am. I'm a mom of three. I am not shy to say like how, how things are done, but I also know that I like things organized. I like my systems because it works. And so, you know, bringing in people or when someone comes in to help, moms have a really hard time releasing the control. Mm-hmm. My my VA is learning that I'm having a hard time and I, I know what I need to do. I just need to put it elsewhere. And that's kind of where like that playbook that I originally created for moms at home is um, it's a manual for your home. Like when it be, there's no manual for your child. But if you had for your home and like where things were and like the plumber to call if you need a plumber or like where all of her shoes are, but where, if they're not where they're supposed to be, the other three places you should look before you call me. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm just going to tell you those three things. And then, you know, that's the kind of stuff, because then if you bring someone in, you can be like page five, like, here you go. Right. So you're not taking the time to explain everything. I mean, think about whenever you travel or even um, if you were to go like to the movies, how much like information did you write down for the sitter? Mm-hmm. And then what do you do with that piece of paper when you come home? Probably throw it throw away. Throw it away when you could just save it for the next time. Yeah. Cause then you're just going to do it all over again. Yep. So this is a nice like editable PDF and you can type it all out. And so if something changes, you don't have to like throw the whole book away. And it's not like bound because then you can just replace the pages as you go. And it's all right there. I mean, you name it, it's in there and I'm adding lots of stuff to it too. Um, but it's, 
I think it's a really great way for moms to relieve a little bit of pressure off themselves because we take so much. And when we are trying to grow our business and we're trying to do things for us, uh, we sometimes will just push it off Mm -hmm. until everyone else is taken care of and it's okay as long as, and I feel like with moms, if they know that the information is accessible and the way that they will do it, or at least an idea, they're more comfortable leaving it and able to focus than like worrying. Right. Yeah. That makes total sense. Um, because I just was just thinking that, so our friends, um, Nikki and Charlie have a great home inspection business, but they also have a side business where they rent out their, um, it's not, I guess it's not a motor home. It's a trailer. Their yeah. trailer, their mm-hmm. camper. It's a nice one. Yep. And it's super nice. And they, for our wedding anniversary, set it up for us, did all the things, had the tiki torches lit, but she has a checklist. And when you get in there, she's like, here's the manual where, how you turn off the power, how you do the, and like, I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is fantastic. So I could just imagine if, you know, my housekeeper came in and I was like, here's this cleaner I like to use and here's the, and it just makes it super it ultra, ultra organized. And, and yeah. that also forces you to go back and put that shit back in the same spot. Yeah. Or, you know, and what brand you like, where you can find it, because like mm-hmm. not everyone can get it at just a store. You got to go to this Yep. Maybe it's on Amazon. Yeah. When you have children, they don't like all the same things. They right. like different things. They like different brand names. If you were that person, some people are us. We're like, this is it. You know, take it or leave it. Yeah. Depending if like sometimes my husband like when he first started staying home a lot, he was like, well, he doesn't like that. He likes this kind. I'm like, oh, he got you. He got you. <laughs> You know, or like if we have a new sitter, it's like, oh, he said I could. I'm like looking at my son, like, really? He's like, yeah, no, you sucker, you sucker, darn it. So (laughs) you write it down and you're like, this is the, you know, the way it goes. Um, Or we hide these snacks on this shelf behind this. But you have to have also your house in that order and so, and keep it there. So there's a whole step process to that. And so um, I've talked to some organizers where they might want to use it when they go in. And so if when they are ready on that aspect, then they can come in and kind of think of the mom stuff. Like, you know, even coming down to where, like in a crisis situation, like I am one of those people that think the worst. (laughs) My husband travels plane crash, gets hit by a car, you know, just the end of the world, you know, and and I'm home with three children, seven and under with three dogs. And I don't work for a formal company. So it's like finances and like, where's all that stuff that he manages. And if something were to happen, what would I do? I would probably call someone to help me, but it would take longer it would put stress on me to figure it out. What if I forget something? Or we used to have um, a condo we rented out. Like if there was, if something happened to us, would no, someone know that someone was supposed to pay rent mm-hmm. or that we have a mortgage or, hey, like we own that building and it's in our kids' names. You know, things like that where no one might know and being able to either have someone step in and be like, here's my beneficiary stuff I need this taken care of. Here's my, the number of the guy you got a call. Um, that way the crisis stuff too, right? 
So it's, it's really a big thing. I think it's something that you fill out once and maybe maintain a couple of the different things, but it's a really good place to have it. And most people have those things, just not in one spot. Right. Yeah. It's a, I, I love it. I love processes and procedures and I like having a procedure manual for the house. I think that it's a fantastic idea. And now I want to put one together for our house. Yeah, start with the dogs, Car- <laughs> Carlos. And we did have a pet poison issue. He was fine. My dog's fine. But, like, I didn't know that there was a poison control for pets separately than poison control for people. And that if a vet is going to treat an animal for some sort of toxicity, they have to talk to a toxicologist with the ASPCA or whomever, they can't just treat. So there's a, I added that phone number to it. So there's a pet section with the pet poison control. Also, you know, nicknames, who answers to whom, Mm -hmm. what kind of food, allergy, medication. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're children. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What to look for. Yep. Oh, yep. Now, Heather lives in one of my favorite cities, Austin, Texas, where Becky and I met and got married. Uh, It is about 3.30 local time for you. Where are the kids? Well, they are, well, they got out of school um, because we are in person here, and I was like, no more virtual go. Um, So they got picked up by uh, my former nanny that we used to have when my husband traveled. So she would come, she comes once in a while because they love her. So I said, hey, I'm busy Thursday. Nice. Can you come and keep them out of the house? So she took the credit card. She took the kids. She's going to go pick up my three-year-old from preschool early so she can play with them, take them for ice cream, and then go grab Chick-fil-A to come home because I'm not cooking today. That's so excellent. She's got instructions to stay out till we're done, and I can get some stuff done. So it's okay to hire help to get oh, yeah. things done. You got to outsource. Delegate and elevate. Yeah. So I know mm-hmm. that she's in a safe vehicle. <laughs> Any chance you told her to just don't come home till eight o'clock? <laughs> oh no. Cause I got cranky kids and I got to get them up in the morning. Oh, no. no, no, no. But she usually texts me like, is it okay if I come home? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are also a certified faster way coach. One of the things we talk a fair bit on is the, the physical and mental health of a small business owner. Because it's all about you. If you if something happens to you, what happens to the business? How do you factor that in with getting business owners to understand you have to be right so everything else is in place? Hundred percent. So I really, when I went to, um, and you and I have spoken. So I've had three spinal surgeries. I'm going to be thirty six in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, the other side of thirty five, like the. Easy, easy, yeah. Yeah. easy on uh-huh. the age thing, okay? Yeah. No, I mean, hey, my husband's in his sixties. Like, I, I'm not ageist at all. So, um, most of my clients are fifties, sixties, seventies. Um, I, I think that it's super important to stay healthy because when I was 18, I found out I had the spinal condition and I couldn't play soccer for the college that I went to go play for. And it really did a number on my mental state, the pain in general, just if you have any sort of pain, especially spinal pain, it's just crippling and you can't do much. And so that really works hard on your self-esteem, especially since you are so active and you're young and you're supposed to write all the things and never had a problem in my life when it came to physicality. And so when I was working through that um, and I had kids and I had my last spinal surgery when my youngest was four months old, 
which was very difficult, but deductible was covered. And so might as well get the back surgery that I'm going to have next year anyway, and knock it off. Right. And, um, that was very hard because I was like, do I do it when, um, he's walking? Or do I do it when he's still sitting, but I'm nursing. So we chose the non-mobile raft because mm-hmm. uh, he wants to do that. And um, I had a very bad situation with my first one. So I just like, I was I'm not doing it again. So this next time around, then I kicked myself like, why did I wait that long? Right. But um, when I got back into like pain-free and able to walk and be able to like be active, because I couldn't play with the kids on the floor before I couldn't take vacations with my husband for we'd have to start like on day two because I'd need that first day to like recover from the plane ride and sitting and stiff. Um, So when I was able to get in that state and I was able to start working out, you're happier, your body functions better. You're also setting those examples for your children and they see what you're doing. And it's really helps with your energy level to keep it up to run a business and a household and doing all the things. If you're a single parent, or maybe you're kind of like one because your spouse isn't around, or maybe they're working from home or from the office. Um, it's super important to fuel your body and to prolong it. And so when I made that change, I was an exercise science major. And so I was able to implement my my degree, my parents were thrilled. I finally got to use it (laughs) and my certification, but it's very important for mental health mindset, like getting right. Because if mom is not good, then it trickles down to your kids. You're snippy, you're edgy. You maybe lose your temper a little bit more grumpy. And then they create, it creates this a nasty, toxic place. And so your kids are creating memories at young ages where they're not gonna wanna remember that. You don't wanna be remember that. And they'll eventually move out of the house <laughs> and they don't wanna remember like mom was mean. So you wanna be, it's hard for moms to put themselves first. And the biggest thing is like put the tools in place so you know things can work without you for 30 minutes or however long it takes for you to do some self care, whatever that may be. Um, so it's super important to make sure that you reevaluate that. And if it's not serving you, then you need to let it go. And it's so, just so important. And I think moms are the strongest people on the planet because, Hey, you got to deal with my kind first of all, and then you bring kids into it and jobs and mortgages and everything like that. I don't know a mom that could put themselves first in anything. I know it's difficult because you're always worried about everybody else. You generally, if there's, hey, folks, uh, hey, guys, uh, food's on the oven or on the stove, you're getting in line last. There's no way you're getting in line first, right? No, I end up eating my children's dinner. Exactly. Yeah. So how hard is it to for you to convince other moms that are business owners, hey, you, you need to do this for you first? So when we have those conversations, they all say, I know, right? I know, (laughs) I know. My wife says that all the time. It's just me and her. (laughs) Yeah. So I, we've been, you know, it's all about creating habits. We all have our own routine. Um, I thrive on routine. Kids thrive on routine. Um, Most moms have some sort of it, even if they are not conscious of it. And so if you're wanting to implement something new, you have it stack. And so you put it in between two habits. So then it becomes that way and you also need to 
set timers on your phone or uh, write post-it notes. Like I have yes. a timer every day at 2.30 on my phone to remind me to go get my kid from school because I could be distracted doing other things and I, I do not want to be the mom that forgets their child at school. And then, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it's horrifying. And even on a, like on a holiday, it'll still go off. I'm like, oh, it's 2.30, you know? So it's, it's when you, before you have children, you're like, that's ah, not going to be me. Yes, because you have so much going on. And if you can't like learn to say no or to really prioritize and so planners and writing things down are super huge, um, practicing like reminders on like the post-its. And I just think that it's, they all say I know, and it's just maybe the act of doing it. And um, Trinity's so good working with people about we talk about she talks about time blocking a lot mm -hmm. where you just you set your stove your phone your alexa your you know google whoever 30 minutes i'm yeah. not doing anything that's all i'm focused on i'll know when i'm done because i'll hear the alarm so you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to check anything and and i think that's huge that's one of the reasons she's one of the uh top one percent realtors in the market here and that's one of the reasons why but there's a reason for that if you well and yeah, you're not letting self get you're not letting yourself get distracted yep. you're yep. hyper focusing on something so you can actually get more done you know um i hate people that are like oh i'm such a great multitasker and this and that and i'm like oh multitasking is dangerous mm -hmm. i mean it's super dangerous to try to do multiple because something's going to get neglected if you're multitasking. Okay. Um, I was just talking to my sister-in-law and she was listening to a podcast or something. And one of the things that they recommended was spending 10 minutes each day with each kid and yeah. setting a time like, and, and during that time they, you get to do whatever they want to do. If they want to play pretend, then it's pretend for that 10 minutes. If they want to go outside for a walk, if they want to, you know, um, watch it, whatever it is, they get to pick how you guys spend your time together. But I was like, man, like that it's time blocking for giving each of your kids their own individual time because they have such different personalities and you might have one that sucks more of the energy from everybody. <laughs> and then, and I was just thinking, you know, my husband religiously listens to our podcast and he has um, self-proclaimed middle child syndrome. And I'm like, when we have kill it, when we have children, I want to make sure that none of them feel what he felt. <laughs> I think it's all about personality too. Like mine are so different; they could not be more different. I think my youngest and my middle are very similar, um, but my oldest is very sweet and caring and very soft and very emotional. So you really have to tread very lightly sometimes. Um, and he was a late talker and he was also first child. And then like my second, she decided, first of all, that I didn't even know I was pregnant with her. I thought we were going to start trying and it was like, oh, I'm just kidding. Like that was that, <laughs> not the other thing. And oh, I'm pregnant right before we moved from Florida to here to go to a newer rental while we waited for our house to be built. And then I was like, okay. And they got us in a month early I'm like, great, I can nest, I can get the things done. Well, no, I'm going to come three days later after you move anyway. So guess what? Oh, and by the way, I'm six pounds, six ounces, completely healthy, but I'm going to hang out for 24 days and then nick you because, you know, I can. You know, like, 
there was, you know, one of those things. It's like that daughter, she's my daughter. I've got two boys and a girl. And we were like, yeah, we're not. And then we ended up having another child and he was the easiest baby. And then two hit and it's like, you're making up for lost time. (laughs) But he has like, and maybe it's because my son, my oldest didn't speak until he was four. We put him through like intense speech therapy. We, he started to talk and then didn't. And now I know it's because he is a perfectionist and doesn't like to be corrected. So I feel like it was because when you're a mom, you're like, can you say juice or Mm -hmm. whatever? And they don't say it. No, no, that, you know, and you correct them. I think what we did is we corrected him too much. And he's like, no, I'm not like, then I don't feel comfortable. Right. If I can't do it a hundred percent, I'm not doing it at all. I feel like that's what happened because all of a sudden, like we put him through the speech therapy and all these things and you can't shut the child up now like there's no problem whatsoever but you go through all these tests and and things because people you know you google things and then like my youngest who is now three and a half he started doing everything very early jumped out of the crib at 22 months old my (laughs) oldest would still be in a crib if I let him you know like this child just wants to do everything early which is awesome I think like he's definitely an athlete he has a lisp, which is the most adorable thing ever. And he talks and my youngest didn't, my oldest didn't talk at that time. So I feel like everything this little boy says, it's like, I didn't get to hear that. So he gets away with murder because <laughs> he could just say something. And I'm like, it's oh. so cute. Yep. He is working you. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but, they're all very different, but at nighttime is where we do that. Like, we spend, I spend my, my time with my youngest because he takes the longest and he manipulates me like, mommy, don't go, but you're not my friend. I'm like, well, that makes me sad, but I don't want to leave because you just told me that really not nice thing. And I don't want to leave my night that way, but he knows that. So I'll stay longer. You know, he's got my, my number. And then <laughs> when he's good, you know, my husband's like, just go, it'll be fine. He loves you. I'm like, ah. and then I go to my daughter and we do very like routine because she, She's the neat daughter. She makes her bed in the morning. No wrinkles. Like she's got all of her things in one spot. And so I go hang out with her. And then I go to my oldest, who's like, you know, just a sweet boy, but has lots to say, procrastinator. So we use like that time and I would set timers. And I'm like, timer's up. Stop pushing. Um, And if you can't do a timer, there's a good little trick. And it's like the last chance card or tokens and you give them each a token. And so they get to use that on whatever their last request is. Like if they want one more kiss, cause they're like pushing, it's like, you want to cash that in. They give you the, they give you the thing. They, they get the glass of water or the last hug. Yeah. The last, last couple of pages and you, and so when they try again, they're like, well, you used it. So tomorrow you can spend it and it gives them a physical thing to look at and they understand it. I mean, I like to say it works all the time, but it's a good thing to practice. And we tried that for a while and we made um, little, like we did arts and crafts. My daughter made my little pony ones. My sons made like superhero ones. And so they got to make their own and they cash them in at the end of the day or night. Maybe they get one after school. You know, do you do you have a kid? Do you have a kid that will hold on to those and maybe have four of hold on to four of them by like Friday? So we tried that, and yes, that was (laughs) happening. And so then it's like, no, you get like we made like two, 
and I made extras to have in case they like lost them or damaged them because they were like on cardboard little coins and he kept it. And I said, okay, well you get to do an extra tomorrow, but that was it. I gave it like a two minute <laughs> limit because he, yeah, hold on. And then it's like, but they're smart. So then it's like, check that off the box later. That skill, you know, negotiating skill will be really good for you later in life. <laughs> Absolutely. Heather, if, somebody is listening to this and they're like, man, I want to follow her. How do they get a hold of you? Where can they find you at? Oh, so you can follow me at chaos and cookies on Instagram, uh, which is with an N because chaos and cookies was taken. And, um, Heather Stanker, my, my handle, um, Facebook, same thing. And then I have a podcast that I give lots of time blocking tips and just like lots of things, honestly. Um, for moms, working moms, from business stuff to home stuff. Uh, it's Chaos and Cookies podcast. And you can find it on the site or Spotify. And awesome. Heather was on a kick last week on Facebook. A lot of workout videos. It's good music. But a lot of workout I, stuff, I, you're I feeling it. Yep. Yes, I typically work out every day. I haven't worked out since November because I just it was just a lot. And um, my business boomed right before the Christmas and I was riding that wave and trying to get things going. And then there's Christmas. And so it's my son's old, my oldest son's birthday. And then a week later it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas. And my husband's birthday is the day after Christmas. And then my sister was moving and then it's New Year's. And then I could like flow. And I was like, January 4th, I'm back and I'm doing it and I got to practice. So a lot of my followers were missing my workouts as motivation. Mm -hmm. Like if you can fit that in, yep. Yep. I should be able to do it too. And it's 30 minutes and I do it in routine. Kids go to school. My husband now takes them in the mornings because he likes to do that. He would do it when he was in town. So now he does it all the time in town. <laughs> and so I go work out before he gets home to kind of like just get it done in my closet. And then I can go on with my day and I've got my energy. I'm dressed and no excuses. So you start your day off right. Find it what works for you. Well, awesome. the, the podcast is called Chaos and Cookies. Uh, I will say that Heather is a very good follow on social media because a lot you're showing your life, which is reality. Unlike a lot of people who are showing, oh, my life is perfect or oh, my life is the worst. You're like, hey, here's what life is as a, a working mom of three and you've got at least three businesses going on. We never got around to talking about best version media, but we can do that on another time. But oh, that's, yeah, it's yep. just a content coordinator thing. Yep. But re it's reality. And that's what I like seeing is because we're all good and we're all dumb in the same day. So just show both of them because that's who we are. Yeah. I really do thrive on trying to be self-deprecating like, the one reel that went really well was it was based off of a reels, but you could you really use it any time. It was a Lady Gaga one. It was like you just spent five hours making a reel and you got like twenty five views, and it's yeah. me getting like, sync using the thing and with a bottle of wine because it's like oh, you know. But that could be for anything. But um, I try really hard to keep laughter and reality as a thing because it's it's not pretty. Life's not pretty. Life is messy. Yeah. Yes, you show as much as you want people to see. And I think that it's important, maybe not everything, but to be relatable and for people to actually care. Because I that's a big thing in sales too, is you have to care and know that they you care as well for relationships. 
Well, go follow Heather everywhere on social media. You'll learn a bunch. You will be highly entertained. Uh, we thank you very much for being on the show. And good luck with everything with the first of the year. Uh, no more kids. So we're not going to hear in like four months, five months that, hey, Heather's got a big announcement. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> me with a baby it's my nephew <laughs> nephew, and i will i already told my sister that i've got lots of things planned for him there you go. <laughs> so yep. borrow your baby <laughs> so, so thank you for having me no glad to do it good luck with the podcast and everything and i think we got the energy we're looking for today we on a did. thursday afternoon and of course if you are out and about on the interwebs please check out our website we've got our new mastermind date mm -hmm. starting and we're in the throes of week one of our current mastermind groups, and they're going fun and had exciting. Blast, yep. Had a blast. Um, so, of course, if you are interested in that or learning more about one of our coaching programs, check us out, wiredtochange.com with the number two. And my name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.